You're tuning in to Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. I'm sorry, wait, who are you? Captain America. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Radio. There are no wizards. Doctor Strange is a sorcerer. Ah, spoiler alert. A sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. Think about it. Am I right? I'm right. I just came up with that. It's crazy. Thank you, Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. So, who would like to start? Mr. Barnes, why does Sam aggravate you? 15 seconds to drop! So what's our plan? Great. Superheroes cannot be allowed to exist. I have no intention to leave my work unfinished. The world's upside down right now. Where do we start? Playing. Oh yeah? What is it? Is you ready? Here we go again, huh? We've been grinding hard on the job. Can't take that from us. Are you ready? Oh. Is you ready? Ready? You fucking ready? Oh. Ready? Ready? Is you ready? Oh. Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Hello, girl. Kick your ass. All the time. It means I remember. It means a part of me is still there, which means a part of the podcast still in me. <laughs> Welcome back to Spectre Radio. And that felt really inappropriate That's saying good, a part of the podcast is still in me. But Lord. after two know. weeks of me being gone, here's what she's you back. Get. She's back. <laughs> she's back and with good a Lord. and with a barking cough. Um, not COVID, thank God. But anyway, we are back. We have a special guest in the Zoom room tonight. Everybody, welcome our friend Jay. Yeah, Jay. Jay, we're super happy to have you. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. Oh man, I I really appreciate the offer. Mm. Long time listener, long time listener, short time fan. We're we're all about it. So We're, we're going to have Andrew kick things off with our series recap of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Six months after the events of Endgame and being handed Captain America's shield, Sam Wilson struggles with his new post blip world. As he turns over the shield to the U.S. government to be retired, but he isn't the only one having struggles. 
Bucky Barnes, after having his Hydra programming undone in Wakanda, has begun to see a therapist. But when the shield isn't retired, and it's given to a new Captain America named John Walker, that puts a bad taste in Sam and Bucky's mouth. But when six super soldiers emerge, hell-bent on destroying every major government, Sam and Bucky must team up to combat them, against the wishes of the US government and the new Captain America. But when the two of them aren't enough, Bucky breaks Baron Zemo out of prison. Can Sam, Bucky, and Zemo stop these super soldiers and save the world? With the government, the new bloodthirsty Captain America, and the Wakandans on their tail? <laughs> bloodthirsty Captain America. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you are. <laughs> he defiled 100%. the shield. Yeah, I mean, it's that shield's probably did. been through a couple of different heads anyway, but yeah, no, he <laughs> definitely defiled it. Has it? Dang. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to our first category of Behind the Shield. Again. Again. <laughs> Part two. Oh, Remix? No. Um, oh, wicka were I can't. So there was a lot of behind the scenes on this, and there wasn't. Mm. Um, meaning there was a lot of repeating facts. There was a lot of, like, comic book history kind of tied into it mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go straight comic book status on us mm-hmm. um trivia, and trivia trivia it is it is trivia yes, yes. i love when why it does trivia. and i'm gonna fail but it's okay so according to the comics bucky had a romance with what character black widow black widow <laughs> wow yeah they were both in russia mm-hmm. um and my my second and last point because I was I really struggled finding stuff for this. So, Captain America has seven sidekicks in the comics. Who are they? Oh, seven. Gosh. Seven. What? I don't Who know. are they? I don't know. Should I just besides, start? Uh, besides, like Bucky and Sam, yeah. I just want to start naming states since we had U.S. agent like. Mr. So, Louisiana. <laughs> so go so going down my list, Bucky, mm-hmm. Falcon, mm-hmm. Rick Jones. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did anybody else just go, I'm Rick Jones in your head? Or no. <laughs> like I'm Rick um, James. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got the it. Demolition man. Mm. <laughs> what the heck? Jack You're making Biden. this up. No, I'm not. No, Demolition no, it's man. True. It's mm-hmm. true. Wow. Uh, Jack Flag and Free Spirit. No, Nomad and Patriot. What is that? Okay, I was close. Patriot. I'll take it. I think Captain America becomes a different version of Nomad later in the comics, if I remember correctly. Actually, I think that's when he gave up the shield and they tried to give it to Walker in the comics. I got a lot of stuff. I don't know where you guys were Googling. So, um, so Wyatt Russell, the guy who plays John Walker... (laughs) Oh, not, no, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not <laughs> you. Um, he had actually previously auditioned to play Captain America. So you might already know his famous father. Anybody know Wyatt Russell's dad? Okay. Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt, yeah. Kurt and, Russell. And Kurt yeah. Russell was in which Marvel movie? Guardians, Guardians 2. Again. Guardians 2. Wyatt's favorite. Where he played I'm- Ego. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he's so so confused. Okay. No, no, so, I, it's 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 clicking. <laughs> that, so that would make 
Wyatt Russell, the stepbrother of which famous actress? So who was Wyatt married to? No. 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 His stepsister. Oh, stepsister. <laughs> I th- I, so sorry, who I, is I Kurt Russell? Who is Kurt Russell romantically linked to? I, I don't know. Yeah, no clue. The entire oh East Coast? Gosh. I don't know. No, Goldie Hawn. <laughs> They've oh, been yeah. together forever. And Goldie Hawn's daughter, and not the daughter of Kurt Russell, that's not her biological father, is who? Do you know who Goldie Hawn's famous blonde daughter is? Gosh, no. Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to kick yourselves. It's Kate Hudson. Oh. Okay. I never really? would have known that. Yes. Yeah, so Kate Hudson and Wyatt Russell are step siblings because their I'm parents sorry, but every are every time you say Wyatt, my linked. ears perk up because anytime <laughs> I hear it, it's referring to me, not anybody else. Anyway, <laughs> ego over here. So, yes. Yeah, so he's the second one in his family to be in the Marvel universe. And um, he had previously auditioned for Captain America. So kind of cool. Um, similar. To that, we have Clay Bennett, who played Lamar Hoskins. He actually grew up collecting comics that featured Lamar. Hmm. So he got to like grow up to be one of his heroes, which is kind of cool. Um, Let's see. We were all making jokes about this before we were recording about Anthony Mackie being his character, Sam Wilson, being from Louisiana. And you were calling him Bucky instead of (laughs) Bucky. So Sam Wilson's hometown is actually inspired by Anthony Mackey's Louisiana roots. Mm. So Anthony Mackey is from Louisiana and um, they basically just were trying to figure out what to give him for a backstory. And he's like, they, use mine. <laughs> yeah, they just decided it would give like an extra layer of authenticity if he's kind of sharing from his his real life. And if you've ever gone to Louisiana or ever met someone who's from Louisiana, you know, they are super proud of where they're from. And I went to an authentic crawfish boil in Louisiana and everybody in there was like, so like proud and Southern and like, let, I'm going to teach you how to do the mud bugs now. And like really, really cute about it. So I thought that was kind of great. And let's see if there was anything else. One other thing that's interesting to note, this poor TV series had a series of unfortunate events happen during production. Oh, I have to bring up me país up up in here. I have to bring up my country, Puerto Puerto Rico. Rico. So they were trying to travel to Puerto Rico to do some shooting. And there were, there was an earthquake and they rescheduled the shoot. And then there was another earthquake and they were like, just kidding. Let's go to Prague instead. And then they get set up in Prague and a week into production, COVID-19 hits. So they had to like shut down the production in March, 2020 after they convinced the government in Prague to allow the American crew back in the country to resume shooting. They resumed production and they had this like, weird energy and like a more familial dynamic which really strengthened their shoot or so they said in the in the article i read so okay covid19 strikes again <laughs> i tell you 
Um, so I had a couple. Um, some of them were comic related. Some of them were not. Um, Falcon is the first mainstream comic book black superhero. So in in like comic books in general, he was the first main one mainstream. So go Falcon. Um, Falcon received the Captain America shield in 2014 in the comics. That's when that was kind of introduced as an idea because previously um, the the mantle was generally passed off to Bucky. So that's kind of cool. All right, moving on to our next category of what if. So while I was thinking of this one, I was like, I can't think of anything that I thought that was like super, super missing in this show. Like, you know, anything could, you know, be added to the show. Sure. But I was like, I was like, they didn't, they didn't actually show um, Steve once in this show. Like really, like as far as like a new appearance, obviously he's doing whatever he's doing. They talk about him. I was like, as much as I'd like to see Captain America, I wouldn't necessarily want him to be in like a whole episode because this is more about um, Bucky and Sam growing stronger independently and right. Sam becoming his own superhero. But wouldn't it be nice if, uh, wouldn't it be cool if they got him on the phone? Yeah. So what do you guys think that would look like? Well, is he still alive technically in this timeline or? Yes. Okay. They keep saying he's gone though. They keep saying weird. he's gone, but they, they yeah. didn't say he's dead. He's yeah. on the moon. He's on the moon, right? Everyone thinks this. he's on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> God, if he ends up on the moon. I keep I seeing memes where it's it. like old him, especially like watching the the free guy reaction. What the crap? <laughs> so it's just old him when they give him they give uh Wyatt Russell's character the shield. What the crap? Oh my gosh, please. So what do you guys think uh that, that phone conversation would look like? Uh, I see it be like, um, Steve, come back. We need you. <laughs> I feel like like none of what happened would happen if he was available by a phone call it kind of like pulls apart the whole thing like there i highly doubt the united states government is going to go against the wishes of the original captain america which was let me pass the mantle to sam and if he was still alive and available for a conversation and not on the moon or whatever. Are you sure? Because they hunted him and made him most wanted twice. In yeah, the span of but also, years, so. <laughs> but also ultimately he was one of the heroes that saved millions of people that were gone for five years. So I don't think the he government saved is millions of people several times already. For sure. Yes. <laughs> but I'm saying I mean, like, like, let's not, let's not mince words here. End game. And what happened with whatever you want to call the time travel, that that is probably the most epic journey any of those superheroes will go on up until this point. There might be mm-hmm. more epic things in the future, but like that is, you know, he he made the ultimate sacrifice and then went back and kind of undid it and then lived his life and got his reward, which is great. But that doesn't discount the fact that he was on the team that originally made it happen and then went back and had to return all the stuff so that the timeline didn't get screwed up. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to to think that, but I, I really do think if he was still around and available by phone call, you know, the government, then that kind of falls apart. But if it's this private line, this flip phone world that he lives in where the government <laughs> can't have him, then yeah, I don't know. I think it would go more like kind of like um, not to discount your point, because I, I can agree with that. But 
like Wyatt said, um, you know, come back, you know, I'd like to see it be like, you know, him just encouraging Sam. He's like, there's a reason I gave you the shield kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, cause Sam gave right. it up because he didn't feel like it belonged to him. So oh, that would also discount the point that Sam makes to him. Say, uh, Sam makes to Bucky about it. It's just like, you guys didn't know when it was like handing that to a black man. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that would like defeat that. Because then he, it would just be him sitting with both of them and explaining, like, guys, you could have at least asked first, and I could yeah. have given you my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it probably could have been something like that, and it's, like, spread out through the series instead of, like, maybe one episode where they keep trying to go back to it and, like, mm-hmm. sit down with him somewhere, like, wherever he is. Mm-hmm. Also, cool. the fact that we have to acknowledge that Val said it as well. It's a dirty state secret that the government doesn't own that shield. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. true. Yeah. That's why. So I when they said technically it. it's the government's property, yeah, it's really not. Yeah. It's, also, it's Stark property. <laughs> how, and somebody please help me, maybe Andrew, how did we get two shields in this show? That really confused me. He just made his own. It was weaker metal. Mm-hmm. When so. did this man. This maybe explains the time lapse because he's over here fighting with a broken arm. I'm like, has six months gone by? Like, what? <laughs> what I think happened? We attribute that to the serum. Did do we know that he took it though? Like, yeah, he took it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he absolutely did. took it. Yeah, but he did was he... bending metal and he was strong. You could you could not <laughs> yeah, bend metal without that. I guess. Okay. They never explicitly say it though, right? And it's just kind of inferred because he's like all, a wild they also man. Never, never showed him injecting himself with. That's what know. I'm saying, right? They, they didn't just... show it, but they showed him immediately after be far stronger. Well, mm-hmm. and they never showed him taking it off the ground. Like they just show it on the ground, don't they? I don't no, no, no. He picked it up and put it. He in picks it, it up, but up. They okay. don't show you injecting. Yeah, he, he puts it. he puts it in his pocket and his. And his okay, okay. I missed yeah. that part. No, interesting. So, interesting. Andrew, you actually stole mine. My what if? So I'm glad I, I'm glad I second. So my primary was what if Steve was around to coach the, the new Captain America, mm. um, which is almost your question, but not really. Mm-hmm. That's so a good almost, one. So yeah, I mean, if, if we want to talk about that, we can. Um, yeah, definitely. Because how old did we say Steve is at this point? Ninety-three, I think. No, so he so Bucky's one hundred and six, and and. <laughs> And uh, same and, age. Oh, and what is Steve, it? Oh, Steve yeah. lived in a dis- Well, I think he's counting the five years he was gone. So Steve would be 106. But then he lived, you know, he went back to whatever time he went back to. I don't know if he like went back the same year he went missing. So then he's at least another 70 years older. Yeah. Like oh, wow. So we're looking we're looking in, in the 160, 170, 180 range. What? That don't make no sense. What do you mean that doesn't make sense? I'm just logically. I mean, I get the super soldier thing, but I'm like, I mean, it's wow, really that's... crazy to think about. Well, it's considering his like, out there. he was asleep for seventy years, so seventy of those years is it bad that I'm like, age. he looked great for 170. <laughs> like, he could still get it. Sexiest man alive, 2022. He looks great for 106. Coming... Yeah, he I'm looks saying. great for 80. <laughs> uh, maybe 85, but still. So then what if he, obviously he's not strong enough to be, or maybe he is, who knows, the, the serum might do funny things to I you mean, as you get older. I mean, we saw Isaiah still right. getting it, okay? Yeah, so. was whole plants. True, <laughs> so, so what if he was around to coach the new Captain America? Do you think he would have allowed 
Sam to hand the shield over to the government? I don't think it's necessarily an allowable thing. He gave it to him, and yeah. that's that's his discretion at that point. I, I think he would have he maybe would have made him feel more worthy about it, but I don't know. And I don't think he would have returned it to the government had Cap still been around. He would have given it back to Cap and, and say like, and say give it to someone else. You give it to someone else. It's your it's it's your property. Uh, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I, I'd like to think that um, if Steve was involved in John Walker's training, he would have maybe been like, "Hey, you guys didn't do a psyche vow on this guy. He's not all there. Probably don't make him the new symbol of the nation." Just a thought. But then they just ignore him like the government does. Yes, as the well, as I mean, the you does. you remember John talking about how mostly all he's done is like pressers and meetings with senators and governors. He hadn't seen much action yet. Hmm. He was doing more, you know, face work and um, you know, well, he politics. Did, he had done he he had clearly done some combat work because Bucky had asked him, um, "You ever jumped on top of a grenade before?" And he was like, yeah, I have. Yeah, he had three medals of honor. Like, yeah, they, so, they know, went through I'm, his whole resume. But... I'm, I'm, I'm saying as Captain America, he <laughs> oh, hadn't oh, seen oh, oh. much action. He didn't do his much prior military. Yet. Yeah, okay. he was the okay, okay. highest honors, multiple yeah. medals of honor, whatever. But, like, if you're spinning this story to say, oh, I've been such a huge fan of Steve. I never met him, and I look up to him, and I want to be him. Like, wouldn't you know that's part of the job being a celebrity and like getting recognized mm-hmm. and you have to do the meetings, you have to wear the suit, you got to do good morning America. You have to, you, that's oh. part of the gig. You got to do those uh, high school um, commercials. So yeah. you got detention. <laughs> right. I'm in we your health class. <laughs> we never got to like, yeah, see so. that for Steve's end. It was always what's really going on so mm-hmm. now it's like a weird reversal you get to see what's really well, going on well i mean we saw some of it like especially in the later movies like even with like thor and loki in one of those other movies right they get recognized and they get an autograph and then like smart yeah. hulk gets recognized yeah but, but you don't see Captain. hey i'm, I'm ant-man do you want my autograph and look at him now sexiest mm-hmm. man alive go go ant-man <laughs> at 52 bless yeah. bless everything yeah. but yeah, so I mean that that doesn't completely track for me that the excuse is like, oh man, I want more action. I didn't know this was so much a part of the job. And like your job is to be a peacekeeper, not <laughs> to kill people. So like that's my problem with it, but I think it would if if this timeline is plausible, if Captain America is coaching John Walker I agree with what Andrew's saying, and there's going to be some kind of... Steve is so good at really seeing a true person for who they are, Mm -hmm. and he can very quickly snuff out, you know, the rat from the pack, if you will. So Mm -hmm. I think it would be pretty swift that, that that's found out, and maybe before someone is murdered, that doesn't need to be murdered. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think John Walker is a god awful person. He's definitely not the right pick for Captain America. He's definitely maybe not stable. But if he had become a different kind of hero. He's a very easy person to dislike. Oh, he's a very easy person to dislike. He's not the worst person in the world. No, that doesn't mean he can't change and become his own kind of hero. But a Captain America, he is not. Yeah, no parallels between the show and the comics are definitely there. He's like the same way. He's a bit unstable, but 
he's not as radical as he was in the comics, so that's all right. It could be a lot worse. Fair. Yeah, they probably toned it down to kind of match the vibe of like real people in America and real things that are happening. Mm. Because like as the series goes on, you start to see him unravel and like later and later and later he has like bags under his eyes he's unshaven like he's like mm-hmm. staggering where he walks like he Dude, looks can we like talk about crap. how he looked like three different actors in this show he did like, he looked like three complete he really people. did yeah he really did that was nuts yeah i think that's one of the things i find weird about it it's just like we have this man unravel very quickly in this short period of time But I mean, if you think about it, how many times have you seen a celebrity rise to fame so quickly and then spiral out pretty, pretty soon after that? It's kind of like millionaires. It's kind of like people who hit the lottery, like who were. Yeah. And then they lose it within a couple of weeks. So they blow it on coke and hookers. (laughs) That's the extreme. I wouldn't have gone there. Are we we calling super soldiers here coke and hookers? Is that what we're doing it? Yeah, I mean, I with the super soldier serum, you could probably do more COVID <laughs> than you previously could. Oh my God. Wow. Anyway. America's symbol. America. Oh <laughs> Jay, let's let's hear your what if, Jay. Yes. Do you have a what if to share? It was actually if they had found out Sharon was a power broker for me. Like she just didn't hide it at all. And in reality, she's just actively fighting them along the way as well. So it's like this giant yes. dance between them, Carly, yes. and her. <laughs> when they said that at the end in their faces, I was like, oh, yeah. she's the power broker. Bro, I'm I still love that. In, I'm still in love with her. Leave me yes, alone. <laughs> we know that. Same. She looks good. It's okay. She, she looks, looks fantastic. <laughs> I feel bad for her. It is. She got screwed. It is what it is. Yeah. I, I don't think the team would have meshed as well if that was public consumption, oh, no. that she mm-hmm. was the power broker. I think that would have been all shades of problems. Up I mean, in, up they, in that mess. they teamed up with Zemo pretty willingly. So, I mean, yeah, I do agree but that, with you. But. but like they literally quoted and said he was a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And he had the lead and they had to, it's a game of chess. We got to do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. I say I feel like in this one scenario, Sharon would have been the one to get Zemo out, and then they would have took him from her, and she'd be just more pissed about it oh. because now they have the lead again, and she's just like, "Yeah, that's a good way to think about that." I yeah. like that. my stuff back. Would <laughs> she even have stuff. done that? Yeah, don't touch my stuff. Would she even have done that though? Like, I don't know if she would have. I don't think so. As yeah, I don't think brother, either. I think so. I don't know. I feel like she was totally against it when they were like, yeah, we have Zemo. And she was like, I'm going to kill him. I think she's the kind of person who would break him out to like use him for what she wants. And then she would definitely kill him. Especially because he's like the root cause of why she is yeah, a power broker. That's true. Pretty much. Yeah, so true. it's like two birds with one stone for her. Oh, yeah. She's like, I can get what I want and also get what I want as he dies. Amazing. So where do I sign? <laughs> where do I shoot? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll go loop around to mine. So what if Lamar had only been knocked out and wasn't dead? I would have much preferred that. He was criminally yeah. underused. <laughs> Do yes. you think the punishment for Captain America murdering someone in no longer cold blood would have been different? Well, they um, didn't. Are you going as far as like his military repercussions, like being stripped of everything? 
because yeah. they didn't from the from the way I've perceived it, they wouldn't let him give context on what happened. So which means they didn't take into account that his that his number two was just brutally murdered. I mean, well, I'm pretty sure they when had two it all of them on go, video. I'm pretty sure when two of them leave and one of them comes back, they know that one of them has died. And I'm sure because he is a government agent, they would have that record that he was deceased and killed so, in the mission. They'd have the report. Are you, are you saying like he thought that Lamar was killed and then he goes after him because he thinks he killed his friend or he knows that Lamar is just knocked out? No, no I'm I'm saying the what if is what if because first of all, I'm going to skip to my worst. Does does they not give John Walker any first aid training or like any trauma or triage training? Because this man clearly had a head injury or a spinal injury or both. And he's flopping him around, smacking him in the face, going, wake up, Lamar. And I'm like, this is not Simba and Mufasa. You can't dad get up. It's not like. <laughs> This is a person that literally got kicked by a super soldier and hit a concrete pylon. You can't shake them awake. You're going to, you might've been the reason he's dead. Not that, not with that attitude. You can't No, not with that attitude. You can't, (laughs) but I'm saying, so let's say for the sake of the argument, he does have no first aid training and he doesn't flop him around and he just thinks that he's dead and he's unconscious. Mm -hmm. And he hopped up on this super soldier shit, you know, jumps to the conclusion and runs out the door and is going to kill the next person from the flag smashers that he can get his hands on. Then when the dust settles, they say he didn't kill Lamar, which, you know, was true. That guy was not responsible for in, in actuality in Mm -hmm. all literalness Mm -hmm. was not responsible for for Lamar being dead. But what if the twist was then? Cause I was waiting for that. I was like, is he not dead? Because they just show him lying, lying there. Nobody does the pulse check. And go up. Oh, there's no pulse. He's the gone. show really didn't care about Lamar. They didn't <laughs> give a shit. They didn't give a shit. So um, that's what I'm saying. Do you think I, that's my theory? I think the punishment would be way worse. I think he got off yeah. scot, scot free for the situation the way that it was. Like he did have certain punishments, but the fact that Val, what's her face, can make him a superhero again at the end, I'm like, that's not enough. Money Something can make anything happen, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say he got off totally scot-free. He probably should have had more happen to him, but I wouldn't say he got off scot-free. But they are also global terrorists. I don't know how much they... I mean, they care that he murdered somebody in front of people and on camera. But, I mean, it, it's it's not He did necess- it as America's symbol. Yeah, he did it as America's symbol. And yes, they are global terrorists, but that doesn't mean like, oh... It's not a human life. You could just take it. It's fine. No, they're they're still human beings, regardless. Right, because of if- we know if that was Steve in the situation, that person would have been apprehended, mm-hmm. you know, detained, whatever you mm-hmm. want to say, and then handed over to the proper authorities. Because that's the whole thing with the Avengers. If they're if you're not being attacked, you're not going on the offensive. And even Sam at the end, when you are being attacked, you don't always have to go on the offensive. Was that bo- so? Did he kill them before or after Carly bombed the place? Oh, I think that was uh, which bomb, which place? Because there were several. The one that were actual yeah. people in. <laughs> oh, you mean the GRC like camp yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, that was yeah, that was, was before. No, that mm-hmm. was before, wasn't it? No, that was after. 
because Emmett now they knew they had gotten serious and they were he had taken the silver soldier serum, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So so at this point we already know A, they're global terrorists, and B, they're willing to kill innocent people. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably why he didn't get a harsher punishment. Yeah, that's I'm fair. Not, that's I'm fair. not. I'm not saying that he, you know, what no, he did was. No, I'm remotely following right, you. I'm following you. Yeah, if it was had, a... they, had they never killed anybody, it'd be like okay, right. not even close to okay. Right now, with or this, an it's like okay. bystander, then that's different for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, they literally stripped that man of everything, even his benefits. Yeah, but then the retirement. What, everything. Then, what's yeah. her name? Who's she? That chick is Lady Hydra, right? Whoever that's supposed Val. to be. Yeah. Val. Val. Yeah. So to be fair, Valentina. She, she gave him everything back with money, so it is what it is. At least for now. But <laughs> she gave him just... a card that was blank. <laughs> but it was more like they all they did what they could. It's like you could have just been put in jail, right? But right. He could have been in prison the rest of his life, but right? Because of your record, and we like you. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Right, but <laughs> then you also have. have. Can I just point out? You also have Bucky and Sam with this like court mandated therapy, and he has none. Yeah, yeah you're right. Well, with, with as much combat as he's seen at such a young age, they should have probably had him in therapy anyway, just for healthy reasons. Like, not just because we're worried about you, but because it's probably the right thing to do. But, you know, he was friends with the therapist that Buggy was going to. Yeah, he did know her. That's true. So maybe, but he, I had, don't, maybe he had to go through. But that might just be a, a stereotypical evaluation. Yeah, it might not be the relationship that, Bucky had with her, you know. It's it, w- w- whatever his relationship to her was, it was clearly not deep enough. <laughs> he clearly is not seeing. Her oh, enough. really? She's like, "Who cleared this?" He's like, "He just motions me, like has me, me. That's it." You're like, "Really?" He did that. I'm like, "Nobody likes you. <laughs> Nobody likes you at all. You look like Carl Fredrickson in that helmet." Oh boy. <laughs> the- I swear that like the first time we saw him when he just waves at the camera at the end of that first episode, I'm like, man, he looks like the old guy from Up. Yeah, that's Carl Fredrickson. That's who that is? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks like somebody completely different the next episode. He and does. then three episodes later, I'm he like, does. is this the same actor? Did they lose him? What happened? That was not my thought. My thought was, I'm going to punch this man in the teeth. That was my thought. <laughs> Wish I could. Wish I could. They make a freaking Funko Pop of him as as Captain America. I'm like, why? No, kill it with fire. It should not exist. All right. I guess I will take us into our next category of best and worst. Those were some great what ifs, though. Good job, guys. Thank you. All right. So I have uh, my best and I guess we'll do as we do and loop around. Everybody share their best and then we'll look back around. Andrew style <clears throat> and then do our worst. Um, I think this series did a really good job. Sad that I wasn't here for WandaVision rip. Mm. Um, but <laughs> comparatively to WandaVision, which I did like more, I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I did really like this series, but um, I don't know how it falls in my ranking upon rewatching it. I definitely liked it more the second time around. I had a better mm. appreciation for it because I knew what was happening and I could pay attention more to the story and less of the plot, if that makes sense. But sure. um, the series did a really good job being very true to life. It felt very authentic and it felt less of like a drama and more of like, these are people's lives. Like this like is just real life. happening. Absolutely. Right. 
So like the military, for example, even like the first episode where Sam knows Arabic, like that's a true thing that happens in the military all the time Mm -hmm. because they get paid more if they know different languages. So like right now my boyfriend is studying Portuguese so he can get paid more because now he'll speak three languages in the army. Mm -hmm. Um, And like Steve's museum exhibits felt so real. Like anytime you've gone to the Smithsonian or any Mm -hmm. other war museum, like that's definitely how it felt. The good morning America thing felt so real. I was like, Oh my God, how many times have I seen something like this? And I loved the depiction of them calling him uncle Sam with the (laughs) dichotomy of like, yeah, I want you uncle Sam. Mm -hmm. Um, that was great. Um, I also think they did a really great job with the depiction of race in America and the problems that we had with the black Falcon and the white wolf. We have Sam in a foreign country where he's recognized and greeted with open arms as a celebrity, as an Avenger and on a street in, you know, small town USA, they treat him as a thug. So it's crazy to me to like see that dichotomy as well um, in, in episode two, obviously. And episode four was absolutely my favorite um, with the world is watching. It's very clearly a call out to the current times about people in general, but really white people <laughs> and white men in general, all being held accountable for their actions only because we have video of everything. There are so many cases where things only come to light and things only turn out the way that they do because it's no longer a he said, she said. Everything is documented, whether it's a 7-Eleven camera, a body camera, a cell phone video. Now people are actually being held accountable for the way they've treated black people in America for 200 plus years. Brown people, too, included, you know, because things are documented. So that felt Mm -hmm. very true to life. And I love that this was more so Sam's story because especially when we get towards the end, like, yes, it's Falcon and the winter soldier, but it does feel very much like it's and the winter soldier. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) a little bit about his story and they do continue to bring that up, but it feels like it is, you know, it is the Sam and Bucky show of you're not going to move your seat up and the soul gazing and all of that. Mm -hmm. But it it's, it's, the the resolution of well that's the black falcon and no that's captain america i feel like that very much cemented that it was sam's story so i loved that Mm -hmm. okay well i'll go next then that was really good um so yeah pretty much like everything what you said but in addition to that um love to hate john walker um pretty sure you said that um love to hate him possibly so my, my two favorite scenes in this entire show, and I had a lot of favorite scenes. One was being introduced to Isaiah, um, Isaiah Bradley and his entire character and his backstory. Um, so it, it one, cause it, you know, it, it really shows, you know, his story and what he went through, but two, it now leads you to understand that there were more um, super soldiers that America had used throughout history with various degrees of success. So that opens up cool other stories they could do because it reminded me of um, the Black Widow movie when her dad kept saying he fought Captain America in the 80s, but Cap was in, in the ice in the <laughs> 80s. So it's like, oh, maybe he fought one of these guys 
So that would be really cool one day to see. And then my other favorite scene, and I cry every time that I watch it. Sometimes I just look it up on YouTube to see if I can not cry. And I still do is when <laughs> Bucky is deprogrammed in Wakanda. Oh, and he's that's just why like, your eyes are red, Andrew. You didn't tell us. I didn't watch it today. Nice try. <laughs> um, but, you know, just like I, I think that um, Sebastian Sand deserves whatever award for that. Um, so that was fantastic. Um, all of the therapy scenes are great. Um, and then obviously having Zemo in the show was, was clearly a, a great call. Um, uh, Sharon Carter's back. Mm. Very happy with that choice. <laughs> Did you mm. just say, mm, that's disgusting. Okay. Like you've never said that about any of the guys. I mean, celebrities the on way the you said it though. Uh, like you haven't much. said it that way. I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling a little double standardy right okay, now. Just saying. All right. Fair enough. So I'm, I'm not, not feeling uh, <laughs> equality right now. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was a lot of my favorites. So do you want to go next, Jay? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, definite favorite, of course, training montage. A training yes. montage. <laughs> like, look, we all would have been pissed if he just immediately was good for the show. No, it's good to show that he was inexperienced uh-huh. and that he to practice with it. Uh-huh. And the number of times he almost took his head off was hilarious. Absolutely. I was like, oh, so this is realistic. This is how the rest of us would train, almost killing ourselves. And honestly, his conversation with Isaiah, to really, like, it's odd how much his betterment as being used as a super soldier really still just stood as being better as an old black man. Mm-hmm. And how it's just, it just both fits. And the delivery is amazing. Mm. like he showed things that happened that really did happen to other people like the letters not being reached mm-hmm. being inside the prison for no goddamn reason even if you did what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. losing you know losing loved ones in that time like these things happened and it's freaking horrible mm-hmm. but you know it's what it is and then you've got Bucky just turning from staring machine into just relaxed Uncle Bucky. <laughs> just shows up and just starts working on the boat. I've got cake. Y'all can just hang off my arm. It's cute. I love it. Bucky mm-hmm. deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, my my best, I like how this is Marvel-esque. Meaning we're going from WandaVision where we had no clue where we were, what we're doing until we're halfway <laughs> through the season. You're never getting over that, are you? Definitely feels very Marvel to me. (laughs) But well, this like that's a different view of Marvel. Like the like if you ask the general person off the street, hey, Marvel, you think superheroes, fights, you know, whatever. This felt, you know, because we have the shield, we have two and a half major characters in this. Um, (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. And a half? In this. Um who's the half? I'll let you figure that out. Oh my um, god! I and I love the I love the friendship between Sam and Bucky. It it is truly uh, um, warms a heart to kind of see their to, to to see their banter now now that it's filled with love and like mm-hmm. friendship versus just just hatred of mm-hmm. of each other. Um, and I mean the you know the whole let me guess you can't move your seat quote you know. <laughs> That was that was that was that was a good callback. It was a nice mm-hmm. little boomerang, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, um, I love Bucky getting. I love Bucky seeking redemption from his sins. 
mm-hmm. whether he his mind or his soul himself was responsible or not he's going to go seek redemption for 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 the, for the peace of the families who had to deal with all of the repercussions of what he did all right let's move into our worst and a lot of mine are about john walker surprising no one fair um I, I agree. I definitely liked him as the villain and it in that sense of he's very easy to hate. I think what was interesting, I, I didn't mention this before. I really didn't remember Cap having a gun until like watching him have the gun because it, it felt more like appropriate because Cap to me is such a protector and John is more of the I'm going to go on the offense kind of thing. And the irony is he didn't even kill the guy with the gun. He killed him with the shield, which is like the actual thing to protect you or protect Mm -hmm. people. So um, I I just thought it was interesting that they go through his resume and talk about all these reasons why he should be a superhero. When like it's more of the interview to me that ever makes someone qualified for a job and less of their resume. So Mm -hmm. just something to think about there. Um, when he says the dialogue, so I don't know if this is the acting or the dialogue that I have the problem with. What's with all the knives? When he says what's with all, this man has been in war zones, has dealt with terrorists, and your question to a terrorist group is what's with all the knives? What? That is a stupid-ass question. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> They're criminals. Of course they have weapons. Of course they have knives. So it just makes it feel like he's never worked with criminals or terrorists. And maybe his resume is a little more squeaky clean than he would want to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved and hated the involvement of the Dormilage because he can't stand John Walker cannot stand the idea of anyone being better than him, let alone women or black women being more powerful than him. And he literally says they weren't even super soldiers. So like the door Milaje can kick your ass, even if you're a super soldier and put you in your place. And the way that he just with so much sadness says they weren't even super soldiers. He, like he thought that because he was Captain America, he was automatically the best, even though he right. did not have. He wasn't like so, so. Him having a gun, like the only reason I can remotely understand it is because he doesn't have the serum, and like Cap can like kind of take bullets and eventually shove yeah. them off. But you know, he because he has the shield. You know, he's he's a different kind of symbol. I mean, I don't know necessarily that he had a problem with them being black women. He very well might have. I don't know. I'm not in his head, but he yeah, definitely, and they, he, they he the thought he was better of, than he was is definitely for sure. And they do the whole thing of his wife is black and his best friend is black that Marvel likes to do, which just feels like a token thing. It doesn't feel genuine. There's no look into like their home life or his appreciation for black yeah, culture. Was completely she's just, she's a chess piece on the board. It doesn't feel like she really had any purpose other than, Oh, John Walker's an ally ladies and gentlemen, because his wife is black. So that just felt very iffy to me, but it, it, I think you're right, Andrew. It might not be the fact that they're black women that he has a problem with, it, but it's it just may be because they're women for sure. But it, ju- yeah. it could be there that they're women. It could be that 
they're Joe Schmo off the street to him who he knows nothing about Wakanda or the Dora Milaje. I, it, if, it just showed the he, over you know, inflated sense of self-importance he had yeah. of himself for sure. Yeah. I, I, I understand. And you're like, are we supposed to feel, feel bad for him? But the, my biggest, problem I left, with, I left. Right. <laughs> the biggest problem with that line is yes, exactly. It's funny. Like, do you think if you're captain America, even if you're thinking that shit, how sad are you to fucking say it out loud? Like, mm-hmm. keep that sad ass thought to yourself. Like, embarrassing, embarrassing. But mm-hmm. um, my other problem with him was why did he lie to Lamar's parents about killing the person responsible? Is that because he truly believes it or because he wants to be the hero so badly that that's the narrative that he's going to stick to? The so, second one, the yeah. second one for sure. It, he, it he's, just, he's, he's dumb. He ain't that dumb. Yeah. Um, and then my my last thing is the helicopter blows up and the civilians cheer. <laughs> and I was like, why are you celebrating? Like, you don't even know if everybody got off the helicopter. And how do you know that's the bad guys driving the helicopter to go, yay! And the Falcon flies by and they're like, well, it just like, it just shows like it, I kind of felt like that was realistic because um, <laughs> certain people don't care if certain people die if they feel that it. they were justified it's the to die. Effect. It's like I'm gonna yeah. cheer for the winning side. Oh, it yeah, but it, it just kind of shows like where society is today. Like some people don't care. Like I'm not gonna get political, but some people don't care if certain people die if they feel like the narrative that they, they support is, right. is the opposite of it. So it's yeah. like, it's unfortunately kind of realistic, but I definitely was like the same. I'm like, really? You're going to, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> For me, worst, uh, I'm just going to read it. Uh, my notes, only six episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the government uh, clearly not giving John Walker a psych eval. Like, hey, this is going to be our national symbol. And yeah, he looks pretty good on paper. Decent looking guy. Let's call it a day. Oh, he's blonde too. Just like cat. Perfect. Like, come right. on, give me a break. Um, in my opinion, they didn't have Isaiah Bradley in the show enough. I would have liked to have him a little more. I know it was it was it was the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. I know it was Sam's show, but it would have been nice to have him a little bit more. Again, maybe if they had more episodes. Um, and it would have been cooler if we got more explanation on other super soldiers. The whole at the beginning when, oh, I, I assume they have a problem if I, I go into Syrian airspace. I'm a little more concerned with the fact that Batra can afford five helicopters. Right. Must have gotten them from Afghanistan. But oh, my God, it was just a joke. Very rich. Very rich man. Joke is a joke. But um, yeah, I was just like, I'm like, how many helicopters? I remember when I rewatched this this week, I'm like, this is the a lot of helicopter scene, isn't it? And then I was like, oh, wow, three. That's a lot. Five. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was just like, what is what is Batroc even pulling jobs for? You can afford five helicopters with heat seeking missiles. You, you're well off. You're very well off. So what about you, Jay? What, what was uh, your worst for the show? honestly it kind of ties in with like how we brought up john's wife being like just there mm-hmm. like she had no no real depth at all for the story except to just look shocked at like what Val says right and to show that he wasn't quote-unquote racist kind of thing yeah right yeah like honestly it was ended up being a gross misuse of lamar to kill him when he at least had some development right and then 
not just go after his wife. Like we can go after and threaten Sam's sister and his nephews, but mm-hmm. y'all are gonna pretend Ooh. we don't know that John Walker has a wife. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Really good point. Yeah. And she is apparently just a killable character because who is she? Yeah. What is she doing for us? For this is gonna I meant to put this in my worst for a show that's like about social justice and racial issues. They did not give a crap about two of the black people in the show. Yes. <laughs> like Lamar, in my opinion, was under time. underused. Yeah. So yes. just one man's opinion. And uh Honestly, I would have loved to see Joaquin transition into Falcon in like a post grad scene. Ooh. Because he does become Falcon in the comics. Oh, he actually oh, shoot. becomes like a half bird, half human because of Dr. Mollis. Ew. Okay. Ew. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> Sam, like, say, like he's a younger Ew. kid. He's like a kid that's off the street. But like I'm dead. he has like a telepathic link with Red Wing because Red Wing's a real bird in the comics. Yeah, yeah. And it's all great. So I would have loved like to see a little bit more development into something like that. Or I did like, like him as a character for sure. Can yeah. we just say, side note, that Red Wing is the R two D two of the Marvel universe because yes. he's like, he's, he's like, yo, button. Red Wing, Everywhere. do a quick Google search on all these people. Yep. Do we got any pilots? <laughs> and then this Asian woman comes in and saves the day. I'm like, I'm here for this. Random token Asian pilot. Yes. yes. Is that a token thing? I've never heard of that. No, it's, Are it's you not, just saying no. that because Quagmire is a pilot? Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's yes. the only Asian pilot I can think of. That's kind of my point. Is like it's like okay, we have a we we have this diverse group of, of any of these people. Who's the least likely to be a pilot? Great, we're gonna have them be the pilot. I'm like, well, that's hey, serv- that's, that's a that service. was the that was the soapbox of this show. It's all about representation, which is completely fine. It's all good. The, the likelihood is whatever, but it was it. I'm here for it. Yeah, likelihood is slim. I agree with that. <laughs> yep. But I'm still here for it. No, definitely. <laughs> and, and honestly. I, I've noticed this a lot and it bothers me every time because it's like a normal thing in movies, but it's just like, we're just killing off all the villains, man. Yeah. Like, we killed Batrock finally. He's been around for like, what, three? Like, two movies and a show? 2014 yeah. was when he was introduced. So. In Winter Soldier, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, he's supposed to be like one of those throwaway villains and they made him into this really great badass and now he's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like, can we stop killing off all the villains? I like some replayability in my shows here. I want to see, like, some guys come back and do some things. Especially because he's an excellent hand-to-hand combat fighter. It would be cool exactly. to see him go up against other people. Like, we only got Frank Grillo to come back <laughs> as Crossbones in Civil War because his son wanted him to. Yeah. Otherwise, that man pretty much was just going to die. Like, I, I like seeing... A lot more of like some of the characters that we built up so much so quickly just to rip them away. Mm-hmm. It makes great stories later on. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Right. Cool. Well, for for my worst, um this I have to word this carefully. This is probably my hottest hot take I've I think I've ever had. Oh god. Oh dear God. Okay. So for context, I'm going to ask you three just to keep quiet until I'm done saying what I have to say. I'll mute myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for context as well, this is strictly my opinion. Okay, this is not the opinion of Spectre Radio. This is strictly mine. I know I'm warming up one. <laughs> Andrew's got his, his face palming right now. Um, 
this was a great series, in my opinion, until they brought up the issue of race. What I mean by and I I bounce this around a couple of different other people as well because I don't want to just be the only one thinking this, but a couple of my other close quote unquote close friends somewhat feel the same way. Um, I understand the issue of race. I understand it. I do, but I don't believe it's to the fact that we need to have an entire series based on this issue. Um, the fact that when Isaiah says we can't have a black Captain America really rubbed me the wrong way because Captain America is race neutral. Like, so you guys can, 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 um, unmute now. I don't, you can, you can chime in. Um, <laughs> so Cap was produced in the 40s, World mm-hmm. War II. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in our timeline, that's segregation. Mm-hmm. So we understand why he was produced as a white man. So if he's produced as a black man now, I'm all for it. But why do we have to make it so stinking obvious that it might have been an issue in the past? I don't you know, understand it. You know why so, Isaiah said that, right? I do. I do. And yeah. I, actually, I actually had to have someone explain that to me when, when, when I was bouncing the thoughts off it. But one of my best, I didn't say because I say that until now, is when Sam gets called Black Falcon. And Sam goes, no, just Falcon. I go, black has nothing. Black has nothing to do with that. I don't right. call you black kid. You're just mm-hmm. kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, I like this direction. And then Isaiah threw out the the bomb. Well, not and not the bomb, but he threw, he he well, drew, he, drew, he dropped that that, that truth it's bomb. It's his timeline and his reality versus somebody who's Sam's age, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. there's a difference. I don't. He's think got this... the older mentality. He thinks things mm-hmm. haven't changed. Yeah, and I don't think this series could could have been what it was in general and not bring up the issue of race because mm-hmm. it, it's like ignoring the elephant in the room. He's a black man in America when all of this shit is going on and and black people have been treated so poorly for so many years. It would be a disservice to not mention it at all. And I think they handled it in such a good way where it wasn't, in your face and nobody took a certain social justice statement and Mm -hmm. said whatever. And at one point towards the end, I think somebody mentioned uh, uh, somebody's life mattering. Right. And it was a white person saying that about a black person, but there was never a, a stance of racism is bad or this is what's happening in real life. But it was very much like Marvel does and reflects what's going on in the current times Mm -hmm. when things are being produced. So I disagree, of course, but I think this series would have been, it would have felt empty. It would have felt hollow and disingenuine for it to not mention that because this is a black man. He is Mm -hmm. from Louisiana. Like that is his story. It's who he is. We can't ignore that fact. And with uh, Isaiah bringing that up, that's that's what he's been told. He's been, you know, segregated against. He's been discriminated against. So his reality is there will never be a black Captain America. And obviously we see the resolution and, and it is Sam's story ultimately. Mm-hmm. But we see that the younger generation has to help the older generation acclimate to the times and say, yes, things have been so shitty for over 200 years that you're so used to there being no light at the end of the tunnel. But now here's a whole museum exhibit dedicated to your story 
because mm -hmm. you, you made a huge difference mm -hmm. and you went through so much torture and so much pain. And mm -hmm. now the world is going to recognize it. There'll be people from all over the world that come to the U S mm -hmm. to see this museum and recognize the service that you did for your country. Right. So it's more I, of that. I under, um, I kind of understood when you said like what he said rubbed you the wrong way. Cause at first it rubbed me the wrong way too. And he's like, there'll never be a black captain America. And I'm like, like, why are they, you know, cause I kind of felt like that America is a very mixed populated diverse, country. Yeah. It's a very diverse country. So I'm like, why would he said that? And then I was just like, I'm like, Oh, he's, he's an older guy. He's stuck in his ways because this has been his reality for so long. He, and he's basically cut himself off from the world essentially. So right. even if so, he probably doesn't oh, yeah. know how I mean, the, he probably the little kid things, yeah. wouldn't let anyone in the door. He it's probably doesn't know. Secluded. I don't count that as cutting himself off. He's still watching what's happening around the world. I guess. I mean, and he probably he probably still doesn't think it's enough. But um, I mean, because it may not be enough. But he probably just doesn't. He probably just doesn't have a firm grasp on the current reality. He's probably he's probably too stuck in the past, which I could understand because that's a lot of crap. You don't just shake that off. Right. I'm not. So, so I'm not denying history. I'm not denying yeah, Isaiah's past or anything. What happened? My my belief, and I go by this day to day, I want whoever's qualified in that role. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. <sighs> it doesn't matter race, gender. Um, I want whoever's specified for that role. Mm. From, And I don't want to get political about this, but like I see it where like in some industries now, there's a lot of companies that are trying to be more racially diverse. Mm -hmm. um, like I was just hearing this morning that there's a township in New Jersey, I think it is, who has who's claiming to be the most diverse um, um, inner town, um, um, like town board, but they're all Muslim. Ooh. Like that's not diverse. That's one race or one um, religion being on that board. And like I've like I'm trying to get into the aviation industry pretty heavy. So I'm monitoring kind of what's going on with that. And one of the major airlines is trying to be like 50-50, like half white and half um, um, minority. And that rubbing the wrong way because like in that field, you want whoever's most qualified, especially in the, the end of the day, in the pilot industry. But at the end of the day, yeah. they do hire the people who are qualified. You have mm -hmm. to go they through do, a process. But... You have to have a resume. You have to pass interviews. They don't just go, oh, but you know what? Just because this is literally what I do for a living. And my company sure. is one of those companies that mm -hmm. does track diversity. We publicize our statistics on how diverse our team is, whether it's sexuality, gender, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. race, you know, not religion. But mm -hmm. uh, ultimately, they have to be qualified to do the job. There have been instances, right. Wyatt and I agree, there have been instances where that's not the case. And they're like, oh, well, let's give it to this person because they're a person of color or what have mm -hmm. you. But I would say most major corporations, they're more concerned about the bottom line and not just the right. public opinion. That's so true. There's I, I a mixture that, of it. I, I know that's the one-offs, but the, this one report was like, you know, the, the, the CEO yeah, of this well, airline. New Jersey is the armpit of no, America. No, no, no. So, so <laughs> which that. I'm surprised that award didn't go to Ohio, but moving on. <laughs> so, like the, the CEO of this airline was like, you know, if we get, you know, this senior 20 year captain with 10,000 hours and this, and then we get a 25 year old, you know, black 
um, first officer with only a thousand hours, we're going with the first officer because we want to be more. How many times has a CEO said something that's not even accurate because he's not a hire. He's not a hiring manager. I doubt that a hiring manager would pick someone less junior would pick someone more junior than and I, I know, than that I know, person. I know they're saying it just to please, you know, whatever political party they're affiliated with or whatever news agency has, they're, I mean, they're working but with. But like being inclusive has nothing to do with the political affiliation. It really shouldn't. The That's whole point, it shouldn't. I'm going to completely disagree with that. <laughs> the whole point of that is so everybody gets an equal opportunity. The whole, it should the whole have point nothing should to do be, with the a political opinion. The whole point should be so that everyone gets an equal opportunity. But if if you're going to really like sit here and pretend that the left or the right does not pander based on certain uh, descriptive figures of what people look or think like, that's a complete, that's a complete joke. Like I, I I'm, not, abs- I'm not saying that I, okay, I don't okay. know I'm just how making, you got that from what sure. I'm saying. I'm, but. I'm just saying being inclusive should not be affiliated with yeah, a left or a right thing. Not be, but it tends to be. It tends to be. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Jay, this is Spectre Radio. We get off on tangents all the time. <laughs> this is what we do. Well, I figured I might actually weigh in on how you feel. Do it. Do you know what happened to Sam in the comics when he became Captain America? Mm-mm. I think somebody beat him up or something, right? No, he kept feeling the backlash of America. Yeah. As a black man holding mm-hmm. the shield of wearing the colors. Mm-hmm. He had mental breakdowns and quit. Well, I mean, those, those comic that string of comments was, was written when? Around the time where things really started getting bad. <laughs> so. Which is like always, though. <laughs> like, when like, is yeah. it not oh, bad? Um, so, would, I... I I thought we read this earlier that he um, in the comics they gave it to him and it was like 2014, right? Yeah. So, 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 so a little bit of a different time. Isaiah isn't actually stuck. He's just sitting here watching everything. Like he, you have to think he's been alive a long time. He's not yeah. stuck in the old times. He's going through time, seeing that his people mm-hmm. are still going through the same struggles. Yeah. It is true. And even for me personally, I can still see a lot of what happens, but I do see progress as little as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. So like, this is something that I actually talk about quite a bit with like very, very close people because you can't really just bring this out. And this is why I'm like, I love you for coming out and saying it because you're saying how you feel. And Mm -hmm. normally when you do that with just anyone, you don't get understanding mm-hmm. for you sure get backlash, but it is a very heavy toll. And it is something that Sam weighed before he took the show. That is yeah. why this is such a huge thing for him. They don't get to take that off at the end of the day. You know, I have a friend who's Filipino and she posted on Instagram last night that someone yelled out of their car, go back to China. And she's like, your insult is not even racially accurate. Like, or valid or like what a disservice to my country that you can't even discriminate against me based on my actual race. That was like Um, the, uh, the, what was it? The, 
a Mexican chick that got beat up because somebody thought she was Asian back when like the Asians were getting beat up. I'm assuming it was COVID related somehow, but but someone was like, that was my grandma and she's Mexican. I was like, Oh my gosh. I mean, so correct me if I'm wrong. So it didn't seem like the idea of black captain America bothered Sam because of his color of his skin. It seemed like he, to him, it didn't feel like he was worthy of it because of how, much he respected Steve. Am I, I wrong? mean, I, actually, I think I, yeah, I think it may have started off was. a certain way, but I think it compounded into that for sure. He literally says to Senator, "I'm a black man in America." It's like literally I'm what he the says, colors. and I'm wearing yeah. the colors, right? Well, I I know that Isaiah poured fuel on on, on that fire for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but well, it seemed like funny. it seemed like prior to that, it wasn't as huge of it of an issue then that's what i'm saying i think i think it may have been like somewhat of an issue at the beginning but i think it definitely compounded into that for sure i think the longer he had to think about it and this show go on the more he could really take in damn this Mm. is this has more to do with you know the color than i thought it did yeah i mean it's been six months it hasn't actually been that long and not to mention he's got all this other stuff he's had going on oh yeah for sure. So he, he can't, like, I don't think he fully processed it until it came. He's been working the whole time. Out. He's been helping his sister. It's a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. Also, can we appreciate how good the new colors look on him? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, oh, I was worried what the costume was going to look like. Cause like sometimes like when they make costumes I'm like, ah, well, this was dumb. I'm like, bro, wear it. Just yeah, wear it. <laughs> Honestly, I was kind of hoping he would get like the hard light wings that he had in the comic too from the from the Wakandan somehow. It'd be so awesome because mm-hmm. you could actually just sit there and throw the blades, do all this cool stuff, combine it with the shield. But maybe that'll be like a three kind of thing. Yeah, maybe in the movie that he's got coming. Yeah. Well, like I said, that's that's how I felt about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate you guys not jumping down my throat and calling me wrong and uh, yeah. other colorful terms. No, no, no. Wait till uh, I see white you. White man. We'll no. <laughs> Wait till I see you. <laughs> Wait till I see you. Yes. No, no. It's all right. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, we might have said them, but we were on mute. So it worked. No, out. no, no. <laughs> oh, no. So let's move on before I bury us even more than I already did. Um, let's move on to our final topic of alter egos. So I struggled so much with this because. There was five main characters in this, maybe. Who was if the you... half? I still don't get it. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, moving on. Um... No, no, no! You're not escaping. You're you're not afraid to say your opinions about race being involved in the show, <laughs> but you won't tell us who the. Half is. I think he was just saying two and a half, and I think he was sticking with it, but I don't oh, think it was no, an no. actual so half person. The reason I oh, say okay. two, so like major characters, like Steve, Bucky, and Sam are major characters. Mm-hmm. We throw um, we throw Sharon in this. She's not a major character. She's kind of just a, a returning a, character. A returning character who's not very I mean, essential to, to this plot. So that's kind of where I, I, I mentioned the half. Transitioning to like Transitioning, a yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. she doesn't have a movie or TV series about her, so that's why she's more of a half okay. right now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, what about Zemo? Does <laughs> he have to? Oh, we got a, half. Talk we got a cameo of, of, of Rhodey, so that was cool. Right. Yeah. I wish he was in more of it too, but... <laughs> Who's that? So going down the line, um, Andrew, I have you as Joaquin Taurus. Or 
how do you say that, Alyssa? Joaquin. Joaquin. I love that. Joaquin. 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 Keen. Like I'm Joaquin. Keen, a keen sense <laughs> of whatever. It's not how it looks like on, on my iPad. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> how did you think the guy who played yes, the Joker Queen. pronounced his Yes, Queen. Yes. Joaquin. But Andrew, I have you as him. Um, essential uh, for information, but also often left in the dark. Whoa. Okay. Well. Uh, what? Okay. Let me just but, change his real quick. I'm just but then, but yeah. hopefully, kind the of what rat, Jay was hinting change at. Change the rat's alter ego, please. But I think Jay hinted at this that there's rumors of him being the new Falcon later uh, on. Yeah, he when Sam leaves him the wings, he's like gave him. Like, to be clear, this alter ego came before this knowledge. However, <laughs> I, I would love to take up the mantle of a black a man. Thank you. Again, I struggled with this so much, so I, I don't apologize for what I created. Uh huh. Um, as long Alyssa, as it's acknowledged. Oh God. Uh, this, is, this is just going downhill. Alyssa, I, already, I have already you. Know. Sharon Carter. Oh, okay. All right. I was expecting something else. So you could have been the wife. That's good. <laughs> you could have been the wife. <laughs> I could have been the token wife. That's fair. Uh, um, you're a fighter. Um, you're coming in clutch when we need you. Hence, you know, we missed you last week or two weeks ago when we did WandaVision. Mm-hmm. It was definitely dry with hope without you it, having it, on. It, it, dry. It, she was she was desperately needed for the WandaVision pod. I, I have like 11 female best friends, but that does not mean I can tap into that psyche <laughs> that we needed. <laughs> um, Jay, I have you as Zemo. Yeah, it's cold and fascinating. So let me <laughs> let me talk about one of the times where I met Jay. So, <laughs> so I, gotta, to, I gotta stop the video, guys. Well, bye, guys. I'm going now. <laughs> so Let's... to so to tell the story, when Laura and I first got married, we were living in a third story apartment, and we had these neighbors right below us that were horrible. I mean, loud music, smoking weed, and we shared the same air ventilation. So like the smoke and like smell would come into our apartment every time they would smoke it. And one night it was actually like, it was, I don't know what, I don't know what day it was, but there was a, there was a shooting that happened in that apartment where it was like two, three o'clock in the morning. Um, someone came in, busted down their door, lit up their apartment, like unloaded a full magazine mm-hmm. and then left. What? So then, so yeah. yeah, and this was at Wait, two o'clock in the morning on the floor under us. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody so, clearly owed them money of some kind. <laughs> I think it was, a, I think it was a bad drug deal. Something had to happen, or they gave him bad weed. Who knows? Bad um, what? Ain't nobody so, getting shot over. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't anyway. think so. Yeah. I don't think so. So they you gave me so, oregano. So they got evicted. So then, I, well, I think it was a day or two or three after. It was, it was like a week, but yeah. It was it was still pretty fresh. Mm-hmm, Andrew fresh. and Andrew and Jay and James James um, <laughs> came over oh, James. to Lucky. pick me up or do something. I was I was heading home. Laura, Laura Laura was home alone. Jay so has yet knock- to make eye contact with the camera. So started. <laughs> they knock on the door. Jay thinks it's the best idea to cover the peephole after we've had this shooting with people I that I was beefing with under know. us. 
He and all, one he didn't know, to, but to go against him, I told him not to do this multiple times. He, and then he said that he said that literally that. So my wife almost shot him because yeah. we had no idea who it was. She couldn't see it. It was a pretty loud thud on the door. I think door. she had like just came out of the bathroom or something, and she was yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" And she had like called you, and you were like, "Didn't you come up with the building manager?" Yep. Uh, yeah. So she called the office, and they came up with the building manager. Be like, hey, there's someone at my door, but I don't know who it is. So, so <laughs> Jay and James thought Wyatt was home. He was not, and that's why that happened. So, so that's how. Three, that's how. Uh, yeah. Because you have two cars, that's probably why they thought you. Well, were three home. included my my. Well, no, vehicle. just because we knew he would be home around this time, and we were just oh. a little early. Yeah, we were. You know, we were supposed to pick him up and go. Yeah, yeah I, either I was running late or they're running yeah. early. So, yeah, so the reason I have you as Zemo is because first impressions wasn't very good, but then you, but then you tend to grow fond of them. He still won't look at the camera. He still won't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) We don't talk about the dark times. And are Um, you a good dancer? Is that why he's Zemo too? I don't know. I I haven't seen him. Zemo cut. (laughs) He's sorry. I'll I'll ask your fiance. He's not frozen. He's, he's still moving. To, uh, he's, he's scooting out of frame. <laughs> scooting and out of the, frame. And the waiting room, you go. Okay. In the um, waiting room. And myself. Mm, I honestly put myself at John Walker. No, you did not. You know what? He's out of line, but he's yes, right. Yes, I did. <laughs> what the he's hell? Line, but he's right. I put myself at John Walker. Honestly, I was expecting more flack from what I just stated earlier. So that's kind I mean, of why I put It's just him something there. you're uncomfortable with. I think it's just in general, as a somewhat white person in this group, yeah, it's white, people, white people kind of are uncomfortable <laughs> with racism and talking about racism. So it's not, you're watching a show for entertainment. If you wanted to watch something about racism, you'd go on YouTube and look it up. So I think- it's more so an uncomfortableness than a, I hate black people because you don't hate black it's people. Definitely, definitely not that. <laughs> definitely not. You're not no, racist. So, so he tries, so. so John tries his best to fit into the shoes of his um, predecessor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a character that everybody loves to hate. <laughs> we do love to hate um, you, Wyatt. That's I, I was about exactly. to say, I don't love, I was about to say, we don't love to hate you. I'm like, let me correct myself. I don't love to hate you. <laughs> um, and so in my line of work, I am a, I train a lot of the gr- green horns that come through. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them. <laughs> Korean horns. Well, it's what uh. um, ships like fish and boats call their new people or green horns. That's they're, cute. They're usually sick. When they're when they're on the boat for like the first year, so green horns. Um, Interesting. So, it, like in my line of work, I I train a lot of the a lot of the new guys that come through, and they don't know that I've been with the company X amount of years because I'm only twenty nine. I just celebrated my eleventh year anniversary with the company, mm-hmm. so they assume I am as fresh as they are. So that's the impression I got of John. Like when we first saw him, I thought he was this ignorant like guy who's just filling the shoes but then we learn later on he's actually a pretty esteemed and renowned um war vet mm-hmm. and he's been around the he's been around the block a couple times so that's that's mostly why i, I picked him but but 
Um, okay, so I have Wyatt as Bucky. Okay. Um, Love doesn't, it. Doesn't open up easily, but always there for his friends, even when he's stubborn and doesn't want to move up his seat or vice versa. Mm. Um, and so naturally I have Andrew as Sam <laughs> because they are best friends and soul gazers. Because also for Andrew, the whole... <laughs> as i soul gaze into the camera <laughs> the whole family pain and responsibility felt very accurate like you are always the person that's helping people move or helping people with like money or there's always something that you're like oh my gosh what is it that the joke that your dad always says i don't even know which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> My dad the... makes fun of me quite often. You're right, have exactly. To be more specific. Oh, right, for, exactly. For being a sponge. Yeah, that's what I. Oh, said. sure. Yeah, being a sponge. Was, it, was that with the joke you were sure. going? Sure. Okay. I don't even remember. There's too okay. many. But that mm -hmm. was just my point. Is like obviously that's not accurate for Sam's situation. He's kind of the provider. But yeah, it just seemed very much like he feels the weight of that responsibility on him squarely even though you do have a sibling and so does Sam, like it feels like because, and maybe I also picked this for you because I relate to it. Like I'm the local sibling. Both of our siblings are in Jacksonville mm -hmm. and get scot-free for like moving and Hey, can you babysit the dog? Like that kind of stuff goes to us. Both of those things are true examples of things that have happened to both of us with our family. So yeah, I just felt like that storyline was very similar to your life. So I thought that was interesting. Um, for Jay, you're welcome. For Jay, I don't think I've had the pleasure of meeting you before tonight. Nope. So I had to come up with mine on the fly. But I had you as Joaquin Torres because I wrote that you were coming in clutch for helping us <laughs> with this podcast and sharing your perspective since um, we had two guests originally and one remains so yeah, thank you for yeah well mike had to work so we understand that we missed you mike miss we you, wish mike. you were here we miss your black sass and your black ass so wow okay wow. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 who, who would love that comment um so yeah so thank you for doing that and then no, no obviously joaquin's very loyal he's a very helpful person so I, I feel like that vibe fits you very well. Um, you're welcome. For me, I related to three of the women in this show very much. And I feel like that tends to be the case. Like I've never truly, well, that's not completely true. Rarely, rarely. It's rare that I am like, mm -hmm. I'm this person. So I definitely related to when Sharon was like, you literally had one job, Bucky. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something I would say to Andrew and be like, you literally <laughs> had one job or Wyatt, I guess, because yep. Wyatt was Bucky. Yep. Um, Sarah is very much like me and my brother. Like I would probably be the person to like screw up the hostage situation on the phone and be like, Roscoe, get out of the garbage and like yell at my dog or something. <laughs> instead of her yelling at her children about the cereal they're eating. Um, so yeah, their dynamic felt very much like me and my brothers. And then Carly, sh her passionate speech about helping people and like 
her motivations are so good, even though her actions are somewhat misguided. Not that I relate to the misguided action part, Mm-hmm. But when the flag smasher says to her, like, they need a leader that looks like them, understands their pain. Today's heroes don't have the luxury of keeping their hands clean. I felt like that was very relatable because especially for me, like things I've been learning in therapy is like more to voice my opinion and less of being a doormat anymore for anyone. So, like, it's uncomfortable to have confrontation. And that's, you know, the uncomfortable uh, you know, spin on the show is we're confronting the issue of racism. Mm-hmm. But I, I think for me, it's it's nice to finally find my voice kind of the way Carly does to be like, hey, you know, um, I would be really disappointed if fill in the blank. And that way I'm still being respectful to the people that are treating me like crap. But I'm at least voicing my opinion and being like, man, you know, I'd be really disappointed if things didn't go this way. That was my expectation. Sorry, our expectations don't match. Maybe we can work on this together and find a solution kind of thing versus Mm -hmm. being like how I used to be like, what the heck? Why don't you want to do what I want to do? Why don't you agree with what I agree on? You know, kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know if that any of that made sense, but that's how I feel about that. (laughs) And that's all I have to say about that. that. (laughs) And Vietnam. All right, Jay, what do you got? Honestly, I do see myself as, I see myself as Lamar. Like, I'm straightforward with you, and I'm always going to have you back no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let you do stupid shit. As you quite often do not let me do stupid stuff. Yeah. But I can't help if you go How do can it he I'm do it? Around. How can he do it? He's taking all the stupid with him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> knocking on doors you shouldn't knock on yeah <laughs> Alyssa I actually saw you as a mix of like Harley and Val because <laughs> you ha- you have like Val's like just like spontaneous like wit mm-hmm. for sure Thanks. Thanks. and you have like I feel like you have like a lot of Carly's like ferocity at the same time like being willing to just be like <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's why I, I was that. surprised why it wasn't like you're Carly. I was waiting for him to be like, yeah, you're Carly. And I would have been like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, we'll come to see Val's a little bit more ruthless than she lets on the show. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we get her again in, in Black Widow in the movie timeline, but that was yeah. actually supposed to be her debut. And she debuted in the show because the show came out before the movie. Fun fact there. The show was supposed to come out way later, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I agree with you, Wyatt, on being John Walker. You you do really just you have a lot of experience, a lot of things. And it surprised me when I first heard about you that I met you. I kind of just like felt it. I was like, yeah. Big villain energy. Wow. <laughs> uh, he's not a villain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that hurt me. <laughs> That hurt me, and I'm not even white. Oh, God. <laughs> Why you had to do my man's like that? Like, it's okay. He knows I'm joking. He's like, but are you? I'm joking. But you are. You know, I would call you out if I wanted to call you out. Yeah, on true. Yeah. There's that. I don't think your hot take was as hot as you thought it was. No. Honestly. I think, I think it was hotter in my head than, I, than yeah. I think it was. But yeah. That's why I'm hot take Wyatt. That's what I'm here for. I mean, 
to be fair, it kind of like gives you that after being as brave as John. The, I think the difference of opinion was that you know you don't think it's as pre- race uh, racial issues are as prevalent as other people think that they are. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only thing right. you were basically trying to come a, across. And there's nothing the wrong with that. That's the point of view. That's yeah. that's. I mean, as a as a white man in America, why would you feel that way? Let's. <laughs> That's the case. That's it. That's all. I mean, sometimes half of it is just seeing it. All right. Did you, so, did you, did you have, yeah, did you yeah. see Andrews? <laughs> he didn't pick one for me. Oh, no, I thought I did. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, my grandfather. That's okay, my my son. Go ahead. No, you get to be Bucky. Yeah. Because you're, 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 the, you're the staring machine, too. <laughs> The staring machine. Especially when I'm about to make fun of you, you I get that little opening line, and you're just like, "I know, I can, I already know." Like he like starts to say something, I'm like, "Crap, this is gonna go to me." All right, let's go. Yep. <laughs> so, all righty, well, I, I I appreciate that. Let me do my alter egos real quick. Um, Alyssa, I've got you as a mix between uh, Sharon and Val. Um, wow, two for two there. Yeah. Um, you definitely have Val's quippiness and her sense of humor for sure. Um, and you could very much be like an undercover bad guy, like, like Sharon and like, nobody would know ahead of time. So, cause like, you're good at also, you know, being a good person. So, <laughs> so. being, I'm also good at being a good person. Okay. You, you, you are. It's a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Okay. It's not what I meant, but Okay. <laughs> I, the second I said that, I'm like, hmm, that sounded backhanded. <laughs> We're just going to roll with it and hope they didn't notice. <laughs> so, Wyatt, I had you as Zemo. Yes! Again! Wyatt. Again! I had him as Zemo before. Mm-hmm. No one remembers, but I not did. Explain. <laughs> not, because, not, not because you're a bad guy. Um, the dance moves. What One, I, I want to I see you dance, for sure. Yes, we're getting it right now. Um, just because, like, you'll say something and, like, we'll be like, he's out of line. But, I mean, he, he, he's right. Maybe not, like, all the time, but, like, sometimes <laughs> you think your hot takes are hotter than they are. We're like, nah, he may have said it weird, but it, it was right. So, okay. Anyway, Jay. <laughs> um, Jay, I had picked as uh, Sam. Um, for multiple reasons, but specifically the scene where he's like, John, take it easy. I'd fight Bucky before I tangle with the Dora Milaje. Like he would definitely be like, Andrew, take it easy. They're going to curb stomp you into 2025. Um, oh and I, and I'd be like, you're right. Um, so I had, I had one picked out for Michael before Michael, uh, canceled. So I'm going to, um, I did too. If you want to read yours after mine, that's no, fine. Yes, I um, do. I had him picked as Isaiah. Me um, too. I bro, did too. Bro, congratulations. You're the world's first black super soldier. Yes. Um, and you're, I texted you're... him that, by the way, before we recorded. Oh, there he you was go. like, you're Isaiah. I'm so sorry. And he was like, oh, thanks. Oh, he's he's so wise beyond his, his behalf, years. So he's yeah. a, so, the, you know, there was that. And then um, I have myself uh, picked as Bucky specifically well one i i've been told multiple times not recently but like in years past that i probably should have gone to um but the crap does that look for i'm like what is he about to say right now i've been told I've multiple been told. times in the past not recently that i should go to therapy again oh, this is not oh. recently oh okay uh, not where i, I thought uh, you were let's, going let's, let's pause where did you think i was going <laughs> something she about had, she had her head like tilted Bucky at a 45 something. degree angle 
something, something else. <laughs> no, I don't know that I look like Bucky at all. I um, think you were going to go for the, the therapy. No. I mean, I, I would love to look like Sebastian Stan, but I don't think that's in the, the, the works. Um, so previously, when I was told to go for therapy, I had the exact same attitude he had the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, yeah, that would be me in therapy. And then when John Walker's getting the crap beat out of him and he's like, looking strong, John, <laughs> I would definitely do that. I would absolutely like if I if I offered somebody help at like work and they're like, no, I can do it myself. And they've never done it before. And then they like slip and fall. I'm like, looking strong, bro. Looking good. <laughs> right. So. So, yeah. So that was everybody, right? Yeah. Awesome. Dude, this was an awesome pod. I'm so glad we did it. This was this was fun. We got the three amigos back. We got <laughs> finally got Jay on a pod. Wyatt said that so deadpan. This was so fun. <laughs> he's like, I sur- he's wearing a shirt that says I survived a root canal. So I think that's how he feels about this pod. <laughs> Is that what your shirt says? I'm not yeah, yeah you didn't I, see I'm it. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making it up. I'm. He's literally Wait, wearing the shirt. You have you've had a root canal since I've met you, right? <laughs> this is my fourth one. Good uh, lord! British, one well, hold on, hold on. British oh, dentistry. <laughs> British yeah, dentistry. I was not taught proper tooth etiquette uh, or cleaning. Tooth or like etiquette. That, so. <laughs> So I am now paying the price. I, I remember right you. I remember you had a couple previously since I've met you. Yeah. So. Well, why? I just want you to remember Jim Carrey. Like he said, he's like, no one wants to get gingivitis. <laughs> gingivitis. <laughs> like him saying that maybe just like, wow, I don't want gingivitis. Like always think that. Though. That's how know. it works. That's all you need. Solution yeah. right there. A little bit of Jim Carrey. You're like, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Well, guys, symbols are nothing without the men and women that give them meaning. And podcasts are nothing without the hosts and guests that give them purpose. And guys, that's how we we are ending tonight. Well done. I want to thank our newest friend, Jay, for joining on the podcast tonight. We appreciate your insight and your expertise on everything public related and beyond. I'm so glad you're able to come on, bro. Yes, thank you. Hey. Join us next week when we deep dive into Spider-Man Far From Home. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.